this will be fun. Boom. We're live, guys. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I like your background. Thank you very much. That's where New I do one. most of my, my best work. New reno? Did you just finish a reno in your house? Airbnb. Nice. Yeah. We move around. You're so, so fortunate. Yeah. You're living the good life, Mike. <laughs> living the dream. Everything's online. You can go anywhere. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Bill? We're, yeah, Bill, welcome. Where, where are welcome, you uh, operating from these days? Hey, guys, thanks, thanks for helping me. I'm or ha helping me. Yeah, well, you'll help me too. But we'll do our best to help you. <laughs> and you'll help I'm us. In, it's perfect. I'm in up, it, yeah, it's, it's the symbiotic relationship. Uh, I'm in upstate New York, uh, not the real upstate because that's like way up, but I'm in Catskill, New York, not the Catskill. Love the Catskills. Catskill. Yeah, so, but it's not the Catskills. Oh. It's Catskill. So it's actually the village of Catskill. It's the far eastern range of the Catskill Mountains. We're right on the Hudson River, about two and a half hours north of New York City. Mike Tyson trained here, but also Rip Van Winkle is, is really famous oh. for, for this area. So. Hey, Bill, is, does Bill Murray live there? I don't know. I know Jerry Seinfeld is selling his house. Uh, Mike, this is probably in your price range, $1.9 so uh, right near there. a friend of mine. So, you know, if you want to come up, you're more than welcome. <laughs> it's a lot of LinkedIn Appreciate leads, Mike. You better be paying attention. <laughs> that is a lot of leads. <laughs> Bill, lot of, is, uh, since you're in cat skill and not cat skills, I'm wondering, is that kind of like being in Paris? You live in Paris, but it's Paris, Virginia, which is the middle of nowhere. France. Very similar. Very okay. similar. Okay. Well, that's okay. You know, Mike uh, – huh. My wife, Kathy, I'm pretty certain her grandmother's from Paris, Virginia. So you better watch what you're saying. She's listening to this. All right. Yeah. There's always people watching, Mike. Always people watching. Somebody's <laughs> always watching you. All right. Well, uh, well we've got, uh, we've got uh, a room full of folks. Who we got? I see a lot of familiar names here. Gay is back. I don't think Gay Barton has missed a show. She's been with us since March. I think she's been on every single uh, show that we've, we've had so far. And uh, see Martina back and uh, Mike Phillips. Good to see you, Mike. Wanda, Wayne Greenberg, Mr. Hall of Fame uh, uh, himself there. Most Prox Hall of Famer. So this is great. Um, well, let's, let's get rolling, guys. So it's, we've got three minutes after. This is uh, another phenomenal show. I am seriously excited to be able to do this today. I think we're going to learn a lot. Uh, Today's show is about using LinkedIn to drive leads, fill your pipeline, right? So in 2003, a, a group of techies out in, I think it was Mountain View, California, uh, started a small company. This is uh, so 17 years ago, started a company called LinkedIn, and it was really just a business employment site for resumes. Uh, you could post a resume, employers would go there. It's, now it's just transformed. It's not the same at all. It's it's. You, put, you create a profile. It's all about connections. It's, uh, it's an online social network for professionals. I did not realize until I started prepping for this show, but the LinkedIn has 700 million users. It's the 57th most popular site on the internet. And uh, Josh, did you know that in 2011, Microsoft bought LinkedIn? I had no I idea. Not, I did not know that. I did not know that. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Um, 2016. 
The, uh, yeah, oh, was it 2016? Sorry, thank you. Thank you, Bill. So for us, uh, $26 billion. So um, billions. So Josh, so look, Josh and I, with the swag coach, you know, and, and by the way, swag coach, I mean, you know, we, uh, we have these shows, swag coach, coach, our job, we work with distributors to help them scale their businesses, to increase their margins, hopefully work a lot less, work a lot less hard. Uh, and, uh, and this is what we, so this is our focus with, with swag coach. Uh, as part of the program, we have small group coaching. We, use LinkedIn. And, and uh, one of the first things that we teach in small group coaching for Swag Coach is, and, and it really it's our secret to more referrals, to higher win rates and, and uh, higher margins is to use LinkedIn as part of a strategy to build your million dollar niche, right? So we really focus on it. I thought we were pretty smart, uh, Josh, now using advanced techniques for list building and connections. Then I heard Bill speak. <laughs> And that changed everything, Josh. Josh, I said we got to get Bill on this show. So uh, we have no idea what we're talking about, or what we, I think we're tapping about ten percent of the potential. So what we're hoping to do today is to really tap into the other ninety percent. Um, and as you know, on these shows, we, we've frequently had guests who are outside of this industry. Today, we've got somebody who's really an insider. Bill, you know, services a lot of industries with his consulting on LinkedIn, but he and his wife have a book of business for promotional products, and I know he's going to talk about that. Uh, why don't, uh, and, and Josh, I'm going to hand it over to you, and if you could just talk about a couple things, maybe um, the format of today's show, what we're going to go through, and while you're talking, if I could ask people to uh, share with us on the Q&A, uh, but it's better for us than the chat. But on the Q and A, uh, share your wins. What what's some what are some good things that have happened since uh, the last show? It's been two weeks since we've seen you. Uh, put up some good news for us. Yeah, uh, please so, participate. Yeah, we want yeah to hear participation is the key. You should have a lot of a lot of wins at this point. Economy is opening back up. People are spending money on swag. There's going to be tons of wins today, Mike. I feel it. I feel, feel it. it. I feel it. Yeah. And so you know. Uh, just to kind of add to what you were saying, Mike, um, you know, we um, we have been fortunate to be able to bring in some experts from outside of our industry, um, kind of to teach us a wide array of things, right? From kind of how to have a strong mindset, how to get unstuck, how to get PPP loans, and just a you know a variety of different things. Um, but when we started this, this is all about distributors helping distributors, and we definitely have as a part of our agenda to bring in experienced experts who are, you know, grade A, class A experts at what they do to help us in our businesses. And that's why I'm personally excited to have Bill uh, on the call today. I mean, he is one of us. He, he knows the promo business and uh, he really knows LinkedIn. So, you know, our goal is to help each other, not just stay positive, but grow our sales. And today's uh, show is going to be a little bit different. So, what we're going to do is use the opportunity to kind of run a mini workshop or live case study. So we're going to bring on a guest today and, um, and walk through what it, what it takes to kind of get yourself positioned to generate leads on LinkedIn. So that's really the, the spirit of the call today. That's what we're going to do. Mike, do you want to tell them about the price of admission? The price of admission, yes, is participation. So these shows, uh, unlike the small group coaching, these shows are free, but we do ask that you help us with the show. So the big thing is uh, participate in the Q&A. Give us some questions that you'd like for us to ask with Bill or Josh. Uh, you know, what, what do you want to hear from them? Um, 
later in the show, time permitting, you know, we, we can bring on another caller, but you can, you can raise your hand and uh, that means you got a working microphone and you'd like to, uh, you like to participate, but yeah, give us your Q and a, and we've also got polls. We're going to put one up in just a minute. So, you know, please give us your feedback. Josh, you were right. You could feel it. There's a lot of wins today. A yeah. lot going on. Well, let's uh, start going to read some of those. It's all always exciting. This is uh, this is the best part. I love this. Uh, Lachias <laughs> has three hot leads, working on quote, quotes right now. Uh, Chandra, uh, her win is going to be getting Bill's input on her LinkedIn profile. Uh, she had a $6,000 order on Monday. Yeah, Chandra's going to get free uh, high-value high coaching today. Lucky Chandra. Uh, Mr. Hall of Fame, Wayne Greenberg, says helping a client fulfill a 6000 custom mask order that led oh that led to a 60,000 mask follow on new swag budget uh now pp wow drinks uh, on wayne drinks on wayne <laughs> don uh don candy says a uh, hub certification attain, attained began the small group oh that's right and uh began small group coaching with mike and josh welcome don we're excited she's going to be onboarded uh awesome welcome welcome here. welcome uh here you go. Kathy Timms, uh, people are spending their remaining fiscal year budgets for year for the end of the year. Tons of orders and not PPE. Uh, Mike Phillips got, got a $90,000 order and he has a quote due today for $119,000. He's, I think, appetizers on Mike. Yeah, Mike, congrats. That's awesome. It keeps going. Yeah, it's a, Hans has got a wins. Uh, Courtney, thanks to Bill, becoming super comfortable with LinkedIn Navigator. Yeah. Uh, Judy, Judy Keene, after years of working a huge client, I was referred by their COO to their national HR manager. Way to go, Judy. Good job. Yeah, this is okay. great, guys. Uh, we, we do the Celebrate the Wins every show, and I can tell you this is the most we've seen in a while. It's, it's exciting to see we, as we're talking to distributors in between shows, we get a lot of phone calls coming in and emails. And we're really seeing a pickup. So it's encouraging, guys. Okay, Mike, should we get rolling? Yes, Let's mean, get rolling. Let's throw up a poll real quick uh, to help uh, to warm up Bill here. So first one is uh, rate your use of LinkedIn. So give us your feedback, guys. I have a profile, but I'm rarely on LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn about once a week, or I'm on it consistently more than once a week. So let's see what we got, and then we'll, we'll share the results. Bill, how frequently are you on LinkedIn? Um, <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn every hour of almost, almost every hour of every day. Um, I'm definitely on it every day. While I'm sitting at my desk, I always have it open. But listen, I live on LinkedIn because it's my bread and butter. It's you Right. Know, but but right. even when I was a distributor and I was an account executive and, and was responsible, I would always have it open because I never knew when I needed to go to it as a, as a point of reference or trying to find someone or locate someone. Right. So interesting, interesting stat. Uh, I'll ask you two to guess uh, how, what percentage of people of LinkedIn users, active LinkedIn users, do you believe post at least once a week, just once per week on LinkedIn? I would say about 39%. You said post? Oh, post. Po oh, post. Oh, post. Yeah, post. post <laughs> oh, I don't know. Two percent. Yeah. I'm going with one. One. One percent of active <laughs> LinkedIn users. So if you want to get out of the 99% and into the 1%, just post once a week. Just post once a week. Wow. Okay. Well, here we go. Uh, this is uh, this is the result. So I've got a profile uh, but I'm rarely on 35%. I use it about once a week, 38%. I'm on it consistently. So 
27%. So a little less than a third on once a week, but two thirds are not. So, okay, cool. Surprising. Is this surprising, Bill? No, that's around about, that's exactly about what I thought it would be. And very quickly, I'm going to throw up one more here. Uh, about how many new accounts within the past year would you attribute to LinkedIn? None, fewer than five, five to 10, more than, or five to 15, more than 15. Technically, I should have put six to 15 there, guys. Sorry. So, yeah, Mike, if you weren't posting like 1% of the, your time, I, I, <laughs> I've got five. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> right. <laughs> you got five, go with six, uh, five to 15. There you go. Okay. Um, you ready for me to stop sharing my screen, Mike? Why, you know what, Josh? If you would, the text is, is great, but you know me and screen sharing. I know. I want people to see my pretty face. Okay, here, let me throw this up real quick. There so you, you are. You are so handsome. Thank you. How many did you account? Okay, so over half, 56% said none, 41% fewer than five. So uh, nobody more than 15. So basically 3% of the people said more than five. So pretty much they're like, you know, yeah, nobody. People aren't tracking and that or if they're like us, we're not really tracking it. I mean, I'd say we use LinkedIn, Josh and I candidly, we use it a lot, but I can't, it, it's hard to track to, to say exactly how many, you know? So. Yeah. Okay. That was one of the things that I thought was interesting, Bill, when we were talking not to, you know, to get it too far ahead, but how you were telling me about the volume of business you had generated, obviously you're tracking it to some degree. Cool. So let's get, so yeah, so Josh, let's ask, uh, let's dig in with Bill. And uh, Bill, first of all, super appreciative for you being here uh, with us. And uh, can you start out by telling us your story? Like how did you, did, did, you, did you major in LinkedIn uh, college? How did you come out of school and decide to get started yeah. in you know, LinkedIn? Well, I was, I was born at an early age. And uh, that I'm dumb. All right, dad. That's hashtag dad joke. So I, okay, I gotta right. get the dad joke out of the way. But uh, no. So I have a sales background from a long time ago. But I was really never good at sales. In fact, I, I like to joke. I was fired or demoted from every sales job I had because when I was in sales back in the '80s and '90s, it would it was all about what you could do for the client, but not in a service way. But you know, get them the third base line seats at Yankee Stadium or the 50-yard line tickets at Giant Stadium. And I, and I didn't like playing that game, so I was never really good at it. But it, lo and behold, years and years later, I got into public service. And uh, I was a 911 dispatcher at a, at a 911 center in Kingston, New York. And my wife was working for a guy up in the capital region of, of New York in a printing business. And they, they were basically printing distributors. They were the middle people. He was the salesperson and the owner of the company. She was the one. I say she, he was the overpromiser. She was the overdeliverer. She's the one that did all the work. You know, she answered the phone. She dealt with the clients mm -hmm. and the customers, which, by the way, she still does. And um, but then they, in 2001, they had someone ask them uh, if they could do pens, a bank. And, and as he liked to say, you know, they, they had to learn the secret ASI and PPI handshake and to get the codes and all that stuff. And years later, very large business, uh, over a million dollar business, debt free, just the two of them very successful and um, he passed away suddenly in 2013. And so we were faced with a dilemma of what are we going to do? And we started our own business. We had some clients that came over with us, but we needed to build that business. And so we began to look around and, and who's gonna be the salesperson? Well, um, I had sales training. 
So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be the salesperson and quickly discovered that LinkedIn was the place where I could find the, the clients that we were looking to meet. And so in 2006, so, or I'm sorry, in 2016, January, 2016, we, um, we, we went to Dallas at the ASI show and I heard Alice Hyman speak and I had been using LinkedIn and looking for leads, but I realized how important it was for me because she, she was doing this large session on social media and she started with LinkedIn and had everyone in the room stand up that had a LinkedIn profile and there's probably 100, 150 people in the room. Everybody stood up and she whittled it all the way down to that, that question you asked, you know, who's on LinkedIn every day and who's gotten, gotten business from it. And I was the only one standing in the room. So I recognized that I was doing something that my, that my comp competitors weren't doing. And so I then became a student of LinkedIn and I began to follow LinkedIn trainers, such as Bryn Tillman, who is now my, my CEO. I have two CEOs in my life. They're both women, my wife and Bryn. And um, so, uh, so I, I began to really follow Bryn and learn from her and from other LinkedIn trainers. And, it, and it's interesting because, you know, we, when, when you're saying I tracked, so in, in 2017 was the last year, I believe, or 16 was the last year I tracked the business. Um, I could, I could attribute from the time we started in 2013 through 2016 or 17, I don't even remember, about $425,000 worth of closed business from LinkedIn being part of the sales process. But notice that's what I said, as part of the sales process. This is not social media marketing. This is not build it and they will come. Just get yourself a LinkedIn profile and start putting out flyers out there and people are going to send you orders. That, that's not how it works. What we teach at Social Sales Link is social selling, which is the process of leveraging online tools and platforms such as LinkedIn to attract, teach, and engage your targeted buyers. Now, if we stopped right there, that would be social media marketing. But we go on to say that there's a result, there's a goal, and that's in order to have more sales conversations with your targeted buyers. And that's the follow through. LinkedIn will help whatever sales training you've had, whatever other sales tools you use, LinkedIn will 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 um, highlight them or I'm, I'm having trouble thinking of the word that I want to use there, but, but it will supplement them and help you with them. And it, and it works the best when you're looking to get in front of marketers. You know, some of, some of the, the stats we throw around in, in social selling is serious decisions did a, a study years ago and found that customers do about 67% of their B2B buying journey. Um, they spend that time just getting information. Um, looking for, for, for processes and ways and before they even contact the sales rep. So I've, and, heard you, I've heard you say, Bill, that, that yeah, that this sales process has evolved, right? Exactly. So is that what you're referring to? I mean, this is how it's, it's not the same sales process as when you, you ten, even 10 years ago, right? Probably even five years ago. I, I mean, if we were to do a poll now and ask how many of the, those in the in the audience have gotten an email from a client with a link to an Amazon picture or a link to do I dare say for imprint well I did so you know hey can you find this for me they've already done the research they're looking at places they're coming to you and you know you come combine that with what corporate vision tells us is that 74% of b2b buyers are the are going to go with the with the sales rep that was the first to provide values and insight not the first to be the, the cheapest 
not the one that says they have the best product or service, but the ones that are that are adding value and insight and then ask the follow up question, how are we in, in this industry providing value and insight? But would, you, um, would you say that being an, an industry niche would be a part of that equation? So combined with, you know, using LinkedIn or other tools, but, you know, if you want uh, the term, I forgot the term you used, being a, was a valued advisor, how'd you say that? Yeah, well, well, providing value and insight to, value to your and clients insight. and your prospects. Right. So it's you can you know it's easier if you're just selling you know the the mugs and t-shirts. It's kind of hard to differentiate or provide value or insight. But if you're in a niche, you're in a vertical. Uh, I think it's a, it becomes a lot easier. And I, would, I think LinkedIn would be a part of that strategy. It would allow you to 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 build that strategy. Would you agree with that? I, I definitely would because because LinkedIn will help you find the people within that within that vertical. And, and also typically within a vertical, all of the uh, decision makers kind of all run together, even though they may be competitors, they know each other, which mm -hmm. makes it much easier in terms of getting referrals, which LinkedIn is, is ripe for that. I mean, that's really what we teach. What we teach is referral marketing and right. warm market generation. Uh, I, I kind of cringe when I see lead generation because there's a whole sector of folks on LinkedIn doing lead generation that's automated and it's cold outreach and more than more than not they miss identified leads and it, it makes you end up looking bad. okay let's that's an important distinction I hadn't thought of that until you just said this like can you drill down on that more elaborate so there's the distinction between generating referrals and generating leads what what do you mean by that well and so does it so, matter well, so there, there's this whole um, um, industry on LinkedIn right now of lead generation, and I bet your your listeners and maybe even you have received these connection requests promising you 30 high-value prospect meetings a month, and you don't have to pay anything for them. Um, or maybe you've received a, you've received a connection request like, like I do. So I was in pest control, and well, let's say my youngest daughter is 28, and it was right after she was born. So a long time ago, I was in pest control. And it's on my profile somewhere, it's hidden, but I still get messages and emails from people wanting to sell me pest control lead service because I'm in the pest control industry. All right, so automation when it misses that mark that big is, is terrible and it makes the person who's doing the outreach and they're doing that for you. If, if someone's doing lead generation for you, they're doing it in your name and you're the one who ends up looking bad, they don't. So, mm -hmm. so that's lead generation. It's, it's the old, let's see, let's throw as much mud up against the wall and see how much sticks. Well, I didn't know the term was mud. Oh, is it mud? Oh, do you no, say, something, say, say something else, <laughs> something else uh, where, where you are? I'm but, not allowed uh, to curse yeah. on this show. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> Josh. Uh, Bill, I no. like to remind Josh, this is not the Howard Stern show. We're not on Sirius <laughs> XM. He's going to keep it clean as hard as it is. So right, let, yeah. me just, let me just... Let me just, I wanted to just mention one thing. So like as it relates to this audience, a, a good example of kind of targeting a niche and leveraging LinkedIn to build relationships, if it's done right, and correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, would be our suppliers. Our suppliers can go onto LinkedIn and see which of us are distributors or which of us are, are partnered with the back office and build relationships online. And it's, they can, they're, they're targeting a niche market and that niche market is us. Right. Correct. As an example. And, 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 and you said the, you said the perfect phrase, building relationships. It's not selling. Listen, if you're connecting with people and pitching to them, that's not, 
That's not how LinkedIn is going to work. What you want to do, we talked about, about that, that corporate vision, 74% of B2B buyers, the first to go with the sales rep that was the first to offer value and insight, not to pitch them or sell them. And so this is, this is hard for us in this industry. It's hard for all salespeople. You know, we want to tell everyone how great our product is, how great our service is, especially in promo products because we pride ourselves in individual service. That's what separates us from the four imprints and the walmart.coms and staples.com is we can give individual service. But whenever we say that, and, and I have to be careful because I was on a call yesterday with a 25-year-old and I used this analogy and it fell completely flat, like deer in the headlights. But when we lead with our solution, when we talk about how great we are and our product and, ser and services are, we're like the adults in a Charlie Brown cartoon, all right? Have you ever heard an adult in a Charlie? Exactly. You don't understand it. It's all white noise. Literally, guys, I said this to the 25-year-old yesterday and there were two other people on the call and I said, Shannon, do you know what I'm talking about? She said, I have no idea. I was born in, I was born in 1995. And I said, okay, I need a minute. I just have to. But, but when we lead with that, that's what everybody else does. And one of you said the word differentiate. You have to differentiate yourself. And what we found when we started our business, the way that we differentiated ourselves, because we were in some competitive markets. We have some clients in New York City. Uh, we have 30% a, a, a of our business is in Bermuda, which is a very small market, but is very competitive. We found that we needed to be innovative. We had to find things that no one else was finding. And we, and we had to be responsive because at that time when we started, it wasn't uncommon for a client to say, well, I, re I reached out to my promo products person two days ago and I haven't heard anything. And so we started making a, a commitment that we were going to be responsive and that you would get an email back from us within three hours. Uh, and then it was within, the, within a day. And so we had to find the areas where we could be different than, than everyone else. And I'll just say this, and what I've seen in the industry from a year ago, it may have changed since COVID and, and the beginning of 2020. There are so many new people that are in this, in this space and they don't understand it. And, and so how do you differentiate yourself? Well, if you've got more than 10 years experience or 15 years experience, that you need to highlight. But, but you have to be willing to help people. What we say is stop telling people that you help people and just help them. All right, so we give away a lot of stuff. We give away a lot of information, a lot of value, a lot of insight, and that causes people to want to contact us. And, and Speaking I'm now of help. LinkedIn. Speaking of help, <laughs> should we help? Should we bring on our guest and start helping, Mike? Because we're almost at the halfway point. I know we're having a we're lot having of fun. So but we fun. can't forget about Chandra. So yeah, let's bring. And we've got. Uh, and uh, I've got some questions I want to ask. So I want to get a chance to ask my questions, Josh. But, okay, uh, you can. But you know, you're going to have to get in line behind Chandra. Okay. All right. Here we go. Chandra, get ready. Uh, allowed to talk. There we go. Ch so all Chandra, right. if you can unmute. Hi, Chandra. Hello. Hey, Chandra. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Now, where in upstate New York are you? Because this says Tampa, Florida. Right. I live in Florida. I've been, quote, unquote, stranded up here since, since this whole COVID thing. But basically, I'm north of Syracuse on Lake Ontario in a okay. little town called Sandy Creek. Okay. So that's the real upstate. Okay. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be there in about eight weeks because it's going to start snowing well i gotta say i do miss that some okay well the 
if you miss it, then just stay a little while. So, all right. So thanks for agreeing to this. This is great. So Chandra and I uh, connected on LinkedIn the, the other day. So what I'm going to do, do is give kind of a 35,000 foot view of the profile. And why are we talking about this when, uh, when, when these guys promised you lead generation stuff? Uh, I didn't tell them to do that, by the way. They just did that on their own. That was Josh's <laughs> idea. But listen, all roads lead all roads lead back to your profile. All right. So so whenever whatever activity you're doing on LinkedIn, you want to make sure that as you're doing that and people are looking at your profile, they come back and they see a profile that's not set up as a resume, but it's a resource. Remember we talked about stop telling people how you help them and just help them. You can actually do that with your profile. So we talk about transform your profile from a resume to a resource and creating a value centric profile, which means the values at the center that just from somebody reading your profile, they can learn something and it can be helpful to them. So we start first by talking about what we call is above the fold. Again, that's another old person term uh, for when people used to buy newspapers, but the newspaper would sit on the newsstand and the whole top half of the newspaper was called above the fold. So that usually had the biggest story and the best picture, the greatest headline that would cause people to want to buy the newspaper. So this is what people see when they first look at your profile. They see your background banner image. They see your profile picture. They see your name and your headline, which is the area right underneath your headline. They see if you're connected to your company page and they see your education. So let me just do, Mike, Mike paid me, Michael paid me some money to, to do this. So I just wanna draw a contrast here. And I apologize, my, my internet is, uh, my computer is not. So this is what you don't wanna see. Okay. This is what we call, this is what just, we call. Who is that? The, the, I'm just glad LinkedIn. you didn't go to my page. Thank you, Bill. I had to pay a lot for that. This is, so this is what I call the LinkedIn star chart. This is LinkedIn's default. If you don't have a prof, a, a background banner image, this is what it shows. Sandra has one, which is great. It's because you want to think of this as a, as a billboard and listen, we're in the branding industry okay so we should be branding ourselves and branding our companies now i'll say this chander if i if i can just be a little critical is there's a lot of information here all right so i would make this maybe just a little bit shorter and also as you're using this you want to make sure the left hand side this area over here doesn't have a lot of information because your profile picture is going to is going to cut it off. So promotional product promotional products work. I can kind of read that. I would probably make this a little smaller and move it over. Uh, but but I love the fact that you're branded. Uh, the yellow kind of looks create curate your brand. Okay, so I can see that. And I also love that she's got her website here and her contact information. And, and this is the reason why is your contact information on the desktop version is a clickable link here, which is great. And you should always make sure that you have your business email here, not the, um, you know, magic Mike 420 at gmail.com. Right. You yeah, want Mike. your, your business email to be, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Um, Did you tell but, him Josh? <laughs> Start calling you magic. No, Mike. you're not. No, this is a this is a family uh, show, I'm never, Josh. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be invited back on this show. So, but, but listen. So by having your and, and Chandra's like, why did I ever agree to this? So, but but by having your contact information here, 
because on the mobile version of LinkedIn, your contact information is all the way at the bottom of your profile. People have to scroll like seven seconds to find that. Seven seconds on a mobile device is like two weeks. It's kind of like dog years. People don't want to scroll that far. So always have your contact information right up front. I had a quick um, question about that. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Okay, because this is available to, it's public, right? Available to everybody, whether you're connected with Chandra or not, right? Correct. So she's now subjecting herself to getting bombarded by people that she may not want to be connected with or hear from. Is that, that's just par for the it, course? It, it's par for the course. I wouldn't put, uh, for, for guys like us, we don't have to worry about it. For women especially, don't put your cell phone up there, okay? Um, but I had my cell phone number on my, on my background banner which for quite a while and really didn't get hassled and get, didn't get a lot of stuff. This isn't a scrapable field. Okay. In other words, you know, when we talk about automation, there are scrapers that will scrape information from your LinkedIn profile, and then you'll be audit, you'll be put in an automated system. Thankfully, because of, because of GDPR in Europe, your, your email address is no longer part of that on LinkedIn. So you really don't have to worry about being mass spammed. Um, there's a whole nother other, there's a whole bunch of other places where that happens. So if you're on Facebook, you're already getting that. Okay. Um, but, but I, I always want to make it, I never want to have someone have to guess how to contact me. And, um, you know, email is, is really the main way, I think, now that people are, are doing that. Um, so next we talk about profile pictures. So um, that's, a, that's a good, that's a, Chandra, that's a, a recent picture of you? Yeah. Okay. So, so that's great. Um, it's, so did someone take that for you? Did you use your, your, your webcam or your, your cell phone? Cell phone. Yep. And so that works really well, especially now, depending on where you are in the country, you, you may be on lockdown and, and professional photographers can't do sittings. So that's a great way. What's great about it is, is it's, it's a close up, it's head and shoulders. She's looking at the camera, she's smiling, she has a neutral background. Those are the parts you want. If you can get a professional headshot taken, I always recommend those because that just takes it one step up. LinkedIn itself tells us that a profile with a professional headshot will get 14 times more profile views than one without a professional headshot within the same industry. So just something to, to keep in mind. The next thing in the above the fold we talk about is your headline. And this is really where we start doing some work. You have promotional marketing consultant at Brown and Bigelow. So that's your job title and where you work and that's what most people have. You have 210 characters with spaces to work here with here. What we talk about is start making this more descriptive. So rather than just your position and where you work, talk about who you help, how you help them and the results that you bring. So Chandra, when you're using LinkedIn and, and in your niche, the niche you're going after, is there a certain job function or job title of people that you deal with that are your target buyers? Are you working mainly with marketing? Are you working mainly with HR or safety people? Director of marketing and marketing managers. Okay, so marketing professionals would be a good term, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so providing marketing professionals, all right, would be a good one. Helping marketing professionals, guiding marketing professionals. And then how do you help them? Um, that's a good, I, see, that's where I'm, that's where okay. I'm bad at. Yep. And, and, and that's, and that's fine. 
and, and you know we can work on so this is my wife's profile Shh, don't tell her she's in the other room so that's that's <laughs> four yeah bill that's uh what is that uh four lines so you can actually put a lot of text there yeah so this is two I don't, i'm not sure how many she has um if you were to look at mine if you look at mine mine has like over 200 um characters so per, so we determine we we work with marketing professionals. That's who buys our product. That's who we want to work with. We don't want to work with the small business owner that wants to order 100 pens. Will we if they contact us? Maybe if they prepay. Um, but <laughs> so we're providing marketing professionals. And remember I said before, you know, we did a value proposition and unique and innovation, unique products and innovative products are our, our call to action. That's our, our clarion. So we're providing marketing professionals with unique and innovative promotional products. And so, you know, for you, it could be, you know, providing marketing professionals with, um, if you said unique and unique and innovative products in order to increase brand awareness, in order to increase ROI, that would be then the results that, that you get. And what I tell my clients is, you know, open up a word document and just start typing out some words, you know, guiding, helping, providing marketing professionals. You may want to put marketing and HR professionals. If you do a lot of work with human resources, folks, um, you know, type that out and then just start thinking about, or you could even pull your clients, you know, do a, do a, um, a survey. I think is it a um, monkey survey. I think is there's some free surveys out there that you can that you can compile and put together and ask them what they like about working with you. You know, what are, what are the benefits you get from working with us? But then you have to follow what they say. And that's actually how we got the unique and, and innovative. We did a survey and our clients told us that the stuff that we were giving them was unlike anyone else that they were, that they had ever worked with. So now, Bill, I have a quick I, question. Sure, so, go ahead. so, so Chandra is working on targeting a niche market. That's part of the mm -hmm. stuff that, that I, Change. I'm not going to divulge with who that is or what that is because I don't exactly remember. But aside from that, would it would it be too granular for her to mention that target here? I I, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't mark. I wouldn't mention it here. But one of the things we'll talk about is when she is when she's looking for referrals and she's prospecting on LinkedIn. She can look in that in that in that um in that niche. Okay, right. and maybe communicate during that referral request or introduction Ex or whatever. Exa exactly, you know, okay, hey, we, got work, it. We, we work with many marketing professionals in the hospital and healthcare industry or in financial services, you know, or our specialty is, but that's down the road after, after you've had some interaction with them. So, so let me just talk about this about section. So we're moving down where we said this was 210 characters and spaces. The about section is much more, uh, is much larger. You want to think of this as a mini blog, 2,600 characters with spaces. And what Chandra has here, Chandra, so you're writing about you. And here's the thing about a value-centric profile. It's not about you. It's all about your prospective clients. So you don't want to write and tell them because, um, because, and, and I don't want to offend you, but they're, they don't care that you're passionately focused on providing your clients um, with things because everybody says that. So we have a five point system here. And um, I got a little nervous because I saw a bunch of people that I know that are on the call. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope I say all the right things or, or they're going to think I was lying. But, but, but this is what we teach. So there's a five point part to your about section. So start by talking about 
the challenges your clients face. Remember before I said, you know, the, about the Charlie Brown cartoon parents, you know, wah, wah, wah. And when we're starting, we're starting with our solution. When we lead with our solution, we're just like everyone else. What we want to do is lead to our solution. And the way we do that is we first talk, start talking about the challenges that our clients face. In, in, our, in this industry, one of the big challenges is that there's so much to choose from, right? I don't know how many times I met with, a, met with a client and they said, well, I went to your website to try to find something, but there were so many choices, right? So that's a challenge. Another challenge is that everybody does promotional products. So, and you can talk to your clients, you know, what are some of your challenges? One of the challenges may be that they have, they, they struggle with getting on-time delivery, all right? So you want two or three sentences here of what your challenges are. Then you want to teach them something. Teach them something about what it is you do without selling, without pitching. So in our industry, there are a large number of infographics and surveys that tell us things like, Promotional products are the lowest cost per impression of any other of any other form of advertising around at 0.01 cent per impression, if I remember it right. And also like 86% of people who were surveyed said that that they actually enjoy getting a promotional product. They like it. They like it when they're given that. And 75% of them, I believe, something like that, say they actually would purchase a product from a company that gave them a promotional product. That's great insight that you can share with someone that they probably don't even know. A marketing professional, what they know is they have a budget and their boss told them they're going to have an event and they need to give stuff to give away. That's what they know. They can't connect the value of that item to the end result of, the, of, their, of their client or their customer. So by teaching them, you're, you're actually helping them to understand it better. So, so that's the first two things. Then you can pivot. Now we can go to your solution. So now what makes you different? You know, do you have a value proposition? If you don't, I would definitely look at jillconrath.com, Conrath with a K. And um, right on her website, she has a value proposition ebook that you can download. And it will help you form a value proposition. For our promotional products company, our value proposition is our client's value, our innovation, our responsiveness and the years of experience we have in our industry. That doesn't sell, that's just giving information, all right? So we started with challenges, we taught them something, now we're kind of giving our commercial what makes us different, and then you close it out with a call to action and contact information. Again, the call to action is just inviting them to a phone call. And just like I said before, anytime you're inviting someone to contact you, tell them how to contact you so you don't have to have them, them hunt and search. So this takes a lot of work, you know, and, and a lot of people contact us and say, will you do that for me? And we don't do that. We don't do done for you services because it needs to be in your voice. It needs to be that when somebody reads it, they can recognize you, you in it. So um, I know we're coming to like, we've got like 17 minutes left. So, um, so Chandra, I would be happy to jump on a call with you to, to, to finish going over this. Uh, but I know we've got some questions because there are some other areas of your of, of the profile that are important, like the experience section. Rather than just having yourself listed as a promotional marketing consultant, you can actually separate this out into all the different deliverables you have. So because most people don't know what a promotional marketing consultant is. So what you could have here is, you know, if you're the owner of um, Chandra, are you the owner of Brown and Bigelow? No. Okay, so, so you're like an account executive? Yes. 
So that's the same thing. So you can have that there. But then what you could do is say promotional consultant branded merchandise, promotional consultant branded apparel. Uh, do you do corporate gifting programs for, for your clients? Yep. Promotional consultant corporate gifting. Promotional consultant safety programs. Company promotional. stores. And the list goes on. It, the list does go on. And, and so by doing that, and I'll, I'll just show you on my profile really quickly, what it does is it just gives a, a breath, a, a, a larger breath. And whatever your niche is, you would have that as the first one. So if you were to look at mine, so my title, which it actually changed, I got a promotion. I'm the chief of sales now. It doesn't mean anything. But vice president LinkedIn strategist, that's my title. So I have that down here at the bottom. But then also, Bryn and I both have video courses on LinkedIn that are on different websites around the internet. And I'm the program, the project manager and also one of the instructors. And this is a link to one of those. This is my main deliverable is I help sales teams develop social selling programs and I have that listed out. But then I also have this little thing of social selling and promotional products world. So I do a private class for people in promo products that's actually uh, MAS certified. You can get eight credits for that. So I have that up top, but eventually I'll move this. See how I can move you probably didn't know you could do that. You can move things around. So we call this the hamburger because it looks like kind of like a hamburger. And when you scroll over, you get a four-way arrow, you left click and you can grab it and you can move it around. So for Chandra, if whatever, let's say her, let's say that her, um, her niche market were guys that do a swag coach webinar. Okay. She would have that first, then have the other deliverables. So just as people, so how many of you, uh, this is a rhetorical question, but you know, you, you meet with a client and they're like, oh, so hey, can you do t-shirts? Yes, I can do t-shirts. I've told you I could do t-shirts, but all you've done is mugs for them and that's all you know it, they know you as. This will, will list it out in a different way. We call it the experience hack to just show you wider than just the pen guy or the mug girl. So, so Chandra, was that helpful to you? Yes. Okay, oh. good. We've it was helpful few. to you, Mike, because you're going to have to update your entire profile as well. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> taking notes uh, as we uh, – I've got a great silent keyboard, and I'm typing notes as we talk, as Bill talks. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, Bill, one of the things I noticed – can you go back to your wife's page? Because there's one, something I noticed in the title, if you would. Um, yeah, so like – uh, you, you have here uh, providing marketing professionals with unique and innovative promotional products. Learn how in my summary. So I take that to a call to action to drive them down the page, right? Correct. And then, so then, so she has a little different take. She hasn't taken my advice yet. Um, but, uh, you know, the cobbler's kids have no shoes. <laughs> But we talk about today, but, but she kind of does. So today the promotional lens, and by the way, so I did, I did a, a whole session on this at Expo in 2019, and there was a guy there from Canada. He copied my wife's whole profile. Same headline. He actually copied and pasted her whole about section. I was like, dude, don't do that. That's not cool. That, um, that's but, so uncool. That's such bad LinkedIn the, etiquette. 
Today, the promotional product landscape is right with choices, websites, office supply companies, T-shirt store down the street. We actually had that because we actually had a T-shirt store right down the street that was selling stuff, but they just left and got knocked down. They're putting a Stewart store there. Um, so if you're tired of same sale Chotsky's, wonderful ice cream. Uh, frustrated by the amount of time. So, and so, but you see, we have our, our value proposition in here. So by reading this, they're going to learn more about how we help. And then she closes. And so this is her closeout or call to action. If you'd like a fresh take on the promo product selection process, would like to see what unique looks like, contact me today and let's talk. Even if we decide not to work together, I'm sure that our time will be fruitful. I love to meet and help people. And then phone number, email, website. What I like about this, I'd never thought of using the about section as a, as a pitch. I mean, that's brilliant. And I also likewise, okay, but we're not using title. it as a pitch. We're not using it. So we're using call to it action. As a I'm sorry. Call to action. Okay. How's thank that? you. Sorry. Mike. We're not Josh, magic, Mike. Josh, we're not, <laughs> Josh, we're not set. We're not generating leads to fill the pipeline here. That's a little bait and switch there. And, uh, and, uh, we're not pitching anybody, but it is a call to action. I, mean, I like how she used the call to action in the title area up here to, to get mm -hmm. people to go down the page. So, I mean, this is, I haven't seen, you know, a profile so, page used that way. I've got, Josh, I've, you know, I've yeah. got a couple of questions from, from some of the audience, but yeah, Josh, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, uh, I was going to ask one of them because Kathy was asking. Go ahead. And I was curious you, too. You, so, you Bill, the, the five about us sections, yeah. uh, you said uh, challenges, teach them. What makes you different? Call to action. And what was the fifth one? The fifth one was your contact information. Contact info. Got it. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Thank you, Kathy, for that question. Um, and uh, uh, Brenda, or let's see, Frank Suher says, uh, is it necessary to be a LinkedIn premium member to achieve the best results? Um, no. no. Uh, so I'm a sell, I have Sales Navigator which helps me search better. So let me just show you quickly the search capabilities of the free version of LinkedIn. So you're gonna start with people and you're gonna go to all filters and you have 14 free search criteria here, which most people this will work well for. So if you wanted to look for, so first degree connections are people you're connected with, either you ask them to connect and they accept it or they asked you and you connected. The, the great thing about being connected with people is you can see their connections and their connections are second degree. And so if I go and search in the Albany, New York area, and I'm looking for people, so for, for promo, I'm looking for people marketing, not digital, not NOT is a, a Boolean search operator. It, by doing, putting this in here, it's going to find me the profiles that are marketing, but but not digital because what I find is if I just put marketing in there, I'm going to get a bunch of digital marketers who are on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and I don't want them. They don't buy promotional products. So if I apply this, I'm going to get, I have 1100 results, which is huge. But if I just start going through here and look for someone like, like Dawn is in marketing and business development. And if I see, wow, she is a great prospect for me. I've got six people here that are connected to her that are connected to me. Miranda is a really good friend of mine. So I can reach out to Miranda and say, hey, do you know Dawn? How well do you know her? And would you mind having a discussion about her? And so we, we would then have a discussion to see if she could make a warm referral for me. What would be best here is if, so Amanda is a former client. 
And um, so she knows how well we do. What would be better if was, is if Amanda made the introduction saying, I worked with Bill. He's really good at what he does. You should have a, a conversation with him. This is really the, the magic of LinkedIn, Magic Mike. This is, really where LinkedIn, <laughs> this is really where LinkedIn can really help you in terms of warm, warm referrals. Now, that being said, let me just show you really quickly. If you're going to do any premium service, do Sales Navigator because it's the best for salespeople. If I go into the search criteria of Sales Navigator, I have 26 search criteria. And the geography can be down to the city and state or the postal code. Where that becomes important, so I'm 100 the town south of me, Saugerties, New York, is 100 miles north of New York City. In the free version of LinkedIn, from Saugerties all the way down through Long Island, northern New Jersey, and western Connecticut is all considered the greater New York City area. So for that, you'd really want Sales Navigator just to be able to search search better. You can do much more succinct searches with, with the paid version of Sales Navigator. So what I tell folks is, Start with the free version. If you're getting way, way too many people in your search strings and your search results, then look at doing you know, the free version of, of Sales Navigator and that, that will help you. And I'd be happy to have a conversation with anybody about that. Um, you know, just reach out to me. I'd be, I'd be happy to talk to you and, and show and this, you more about th that. And this is where you can go and really leverage if you're targeting a niche market. You, so one of the things we talk about with small group coaching is when you target a niche market, and you, as you pick a market, think about, especially if you've been in the business, which a lot of people have here for 10 plus years, think about your quote unquote go-to contacts. So your go-to contacts, you're definitely going to be connect. You definitely should be connected with on LinkedIn. And those go-to contacts would be people that would respond to you and say, Hey, yeah, Bill, I do know this person. How can I best help you? So maybe tee it up for them or whatever, but you can then leverage your go-to contacts to then start to build out your pipeline of prospects for targeting a niche market and search. Absolutely. LinkedIn. Absolutely. So, so one of our niche markets for social sales link is financial services, because that's where Bryn came from. We're the, we're the, we're the only LinkedIn trainer for Penn Mutual and all of their subsidiaries. So, so I just did this search in the Albany, New York area for financial services of second degree connections. And I've got 1800 results. All right. Um, so I would look through, so, this is a VP regional manager in Saratoga Springs. I don't know what she is. Um, so I could look at her profile here and she see. needs help big time. Okay. Look at she that. Does. And, and look listen, at the background. She's a, and she's a bank. All right. <laughs> she's with a bank. So that's a great referral for me. So now let me look, I've got 36 mutual connections that I can now look. So Jennifer Sims is with a regional chamber of commerce who has me come in every year to do LinkedIn training. This would be a great person to make an introduction for me with, with her, you know, and I can go through, go through the line and look. And so one of the things you can do, any of you that are in networking groups, when you have one-to-one -one meetings, even if it's on zoom, before you have the meeting, you can go in and search that person's connections for who you're looking to meet. And, before the, before the meeting, send them an email, say, hey, I see you're connected to 10 people on LinkedIn that are kind of my ideal clients. Here's a list of them. Um, you know, I'd like to be ready to discuss these names with you. 
by the way, look at my profile and we can do the same. That way you don't spend a half an hour each talking about your business or complaining about your business or whatever you do. You can actually have a meaningful networking meeting where maybe you come out with an agreement that you're going to get an introduction to five people. If you get a warm introduction to five people, there's a good chance that at least three or four of them are going to take your call and have a meeting with you. There's a really good chance you'll get two, two clients out of that. That's actually That's a, a great way to leverage better. like BNI of people who do BNI. Absolutely. Like that. Absolutely. Gotcha. That's how gotcha. I've leveraged BNI. That's awesome. Yep. So we've got about uh, two or so minutes, two minutes or so left to, to get some questions for Bill. I'm going to thank Chandra for joining us and, uh, Thanks, and take Chandra. her off talking. Wait, wait, she was, oh. Oh, she, huh? she was going to mention something real quickly. We're going to ask. Oh, let me, I'm sorry. Let me bring Chandra Just back. Cut off. her right off mic. Magic mic. Okay. The magic Unmute. Sorry. Gone. Look at this. I've got the, uh, Okay. Well, sorry, Chandra. I didn't mean to do that. Okay. Well, I yeah, did, but I, it was a mistake. There we go. Okay. Um, I have a Bill, quick question the, for, oh, okay. for Bill. He mentioned something about, I have taken the three courses on PPAI that I noticed. You mentioned one earlier that there's a, an eight credit one. Where do I find that or what's the name of that? Um, so just uh, stay connected to me. I'm just finishing up my first one and okay, kind of doing a kind of doing a, a debrief about that. But pay attention because we actually we have a social sales like we have a complimentary webinar that's coming up that a public course will be following that would be just as good for you as Great, that. Thank you. Wonderful. Uh, one quick question for Brenda that's been up a while. Uh, she has two LinkedIn profiles. Is there a way to merge them together? And then as a follow-up question, is it, is it permissible or even a good idea to have two separate profiles? It's like, you know, you're doing two okay. totally different things, a hobby, let's say, and a, you know, and a business okay. or something. So Brenda, you're saying you have two personal profiles, not a business, not a LinkedIn company page profile and a, and a personal one. Yes. Two personal. All right. Two personal ones violates the LinkedIn terms of use. All right. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to have two and it will confuse people. So what, what I recommend you do is you go up, up here to the, to the me icon and click on the help and type in here merging profiles and merging or closing duplicate accounts on LinkedIn. Go through that process and they will help you. Um, if you don't have the email addresses for both profiles, there'll be some extra steps, but LinkedIn will help you actually merge them together or at least close one. And Bill, do you, thank you. Do you recommend setting up a LinkedIn profile as a business or a person? Lashea is asking so that question. Always, always have a personal page because you're going to get many more connections with a personal page and your mm -hmm. content's going to reach farther. And that's what you're going to do all your activity with. You should have a company page for really the simple reason is to have your logo show up over here. If you don't have your company mm -hmm. page set up the right way, or have it set up and connected to it, then, oh, darn it, you had it. I, <laughs> I didn't think you had one. You'll have a just a gray box over here. And so you should set it up. You don't have to worry about having two pages to manage. Just set it and forget it. Do all of your activity through your personal page. That's what's going to give you the most bang for your buck, so to speak. Well, I think we're, we're just about out of time here, but uh, this was – Phenomenal, Bill. I think uh, 
Can we uh, ask you back as long as you promise not to call me Magic Mike? Oh, don't uh, worry but, about that. I got that. A, I was going to say, I, I don't think I have to worry about that. Um, yeah, okay. and listen, if there are questions that weren't answered, just email them to me, and I'll do a video. I'll do a video share answer and get that back to you guys that you can get to okay. your listeners. But yeah, I would love to be back. Uh, love being with Promo Peeps, uh, folks. They're they're just really close to my heart because I'm married to one, and um, <laughs> and uh, so so yeah. Thank you to everyone, and especially Josh and Mike. Thank you so much for having well, me. And we're not done yet, so we're not done yet, so hang on, Bill. And okay. uh, we, we're going to talk about – we're going to preview our guests coming up in, uh, in just a couple of weeks. And Josh has got some information to share about the small group coaching, and I think Chandra's got a word to say. But, Josh, can you, can you talk while we still got everyone on about what we're doing in small group coaching, which relates directly really to today, uh, and, uh, and share with folks? Yeah, you know, uh, first off, I'm going to bounce around in a second. So, Bill, thanks, thanks a million for coming here. If we can return the favor in any way, you know, please uh, lean on us. Uh, hopefully, we can have you back. We'd love at some point to have you run a, a private workshop in mm -hmm. partnership with our small group coaching attendees and members, which would be awesome because this is exactly a piece of what we're teaching. You know, the small group coaching is about helping distributors scale their sales, and there's lots of ways to go about doing that. You know, we've been talking a little bit about targeting niche markets and what have you, but leveraging LinkedIn as a tool to build relationships, build long-term meaningful relationships and connect with people and, and is, a, is a big piece, uh, especially online for scaling the business. And so well, this is such an important piece of, of what we teach and would love, like I said, to have you. Thanks again for, for taking the time. Uh, you know, our small group coaching uh, we've spent, and Mike, I got to say, you know, in our small group coaching, one of the things we do is uh, we go off, we start off with a one-word opener. And mm -hmm. the last time we did one, my one-word opener was proud. And I was really proud because of what we've accomplished since COVID started. You know, we've got over 500 registrants on our distributors helping distributor calls where we've got a, a very active and engaged audience and we've built out now we've got 16 uh, active engaged uh, small group coaching members and uh, really proud of that I know we're helping a lot of people and a lot of people are helping each other as we're building out our community mm -hmm. and so I thought it would be kind of cool instead of us talking about it maybe just uh, since we've got Chandra here and she is a, a member of small group coaching if she would just be you know take a second or two just to kind of share with with everybody, you know, what, what value she's gotten out of participating. Thanks, Josh. I love being put on the spot. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a lot to say, um, but first and foremost, the biggest thing is, is what you see with Mike and Josh here in the swag coach um, is the same Josh and Mike that you get in the, the coaching sessions. Um, I began, I've been in the business for about 12 years and I started in their first class in May and the group of five of us um, have really become close. In fact, Josh was just talking about possibly splitting us up and we were all like, no. Um, so it's become, you know, a strong camaraderie already. Um, the accountability is there and, you know, I told Josh I needed accountability and somebody to stay on me and, and he really, he, he does and he does it um, in a fun and funny way. It's not, it's not a high pressure thing, but the accountability is there. Um, there's a lot 
to learn and take in. It can be overwhelming in the beginning. It can be overwhelming each month. Um, but then you let it sink in and you're, you're already ready for, for the next session. Like it, at times it feels that you may not even be getting the information quick enough. Um, like for instance, I've been waiting for Josh and Mike with this, um, CRM that they keep promising me. Um, hey, Chandra, this is supposed to be a positive. You know? <laughs> the pressure. She's putting us on the spot. You just turned it right back on us. A little, ju ju it. little verbal jujitsu right there. It really is. It's, it's great. You have people at different levels, at different in different stages of their careers, um, different sales amounts, but it's nice but it's nice to have that and know that you have support. Other people that you can lean on, ask questions of. And, um, you know, one thing with promo sales is a lot of people, if you, you're working from home, so you don't necessarily always have a network. So it uh, also creates that other outside network of peers that you can rely on. Awesome. Hey, Chandra, thanks a million for, thanks for taking the time, by the way, to uh, subject yourself any, and share. And if anybody has any questions, you can certainly give them my information. Awesome. Mike, do you want Thank to put up the poll real quickly? Because we got to wrap. We and do. Chandra. Awesome. Thanks again, Chandra. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you're so if welcome. you're interested, yeah, so I, I put up the poll there. You know, if you're interested in the, the Swag Coach Small Group Coaching, we've got our September class forming now. And, you know, let us know on, on the form here. Uh, if you're, if you're interested, we do put a few, you know, if someone's interested in being a coach or mentor after they've been in the program, people who've got a lot of experience might be a fit for that, but uh, everybody starts out as a participant. So yeah, let us know. We'll be sure and get some information to you. Awesome. Yep. And, uh, while there, people are taking uh, that poll, I just wanted to share real quickly about our next call, which is also exciting. Uh, so our next, uh, DHD, uh, webinar is going to be on September 2nd. And we've got Brad Stevens, who's the CEO of Outsource Access. Um, like Bill, um, Brad, these guys are, you know, these guys are, 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 are incredibly experienced at what they do. They, they, they charge pretty pennies to get, you know, to, to speak and share their best practices. We're trying to bring to the audience here the opportunity, that type of access to kind of learn some of these best practices. So today we talked about LinkedIn. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk with Brad about how to leverage virtual assistants, like inexpensive, highly skilled virtual assistants to help you scale your sales and scale your promo business. Now, Mike, you use virtual assistant. You, you, you've seen Brad. You, you, you adhere to his whole philosophy, what? right? Unbelievable. Yeah. Just real quick. I mean, Brad, uh, one of the things he'll talk about is using Philippine, uh, uh, virtual assistants from the Philippines, very Americanized, value education, loyal cost of living is really cheap. I have somebody that has a, a master's degree in marketing and communications has worked for like $8 an hour and is phenomenal. Uh, and I can we, hand we off use, stuff. We use yeah. VAs in the Philippines too. And they're, they're top notch. Yeah. I hand off work at, uh, you know, five or six before I'm, when I'm done for the day, I'll get up the next morning cause they're 12 hours different, wake up and you know, I've got things done. It's, it, it moves things along quickly. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. And Brad got me started on that. So awesome. great resource. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. And since Chandra, you get sometimes overwhelmed with all the stuff we're throwing at you with small group coaching, you plug in a virtual assistant, you'll get it all done that much faster. A little divide and conquer.
<laughs> okay, Mike, we got to wrap up here. We That's are rough. running way over. Uh, uh, not typical. Yeah, we're usually not this late, but this is great. Well, listen, let's uh, let's wrap. And uh, yeah, once again, Bill, uh, we really appreciate your time. I hope we can get you back, uh, maybe for one of the private sessions. But this was valuable. I think there's a lot more. I can tell you put a lot of thought into this, and and you you really delivered today. So thank you. No, thank you guys, and and thanks to everyone that was a, a part of it. I've already got connection requests coming in on LinkedIn from folks, yeah. and uh, so tell them how they can reach you. How can people yeah, reach so, you, Bill? So I put it in the chat. I put a link to my to my uh, LinkedIn profile in the chat, but also Bill at socialsaleslink.com. It's 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 right there, mm -hmm. and uh, we have a complimentary webinar coming up September 10th. So some anybody's interested in that, LinkedInWebinar.com. If they just go to LinkedInWebinar.com, they can fill it out. It will be recorded. We have over 800 people registered already. So um, we it's going to be a full it's going to be a full show, and there'll be a lot of information there that uh we just scratched on today it's awesome oh uh hey josh uh you yeah. know what i'm sorry uh real quick last one if we could guys if we could get you to rate give us the poll i almost forgot this and then we're gonna then we'll call it a day yeah uh, while you're while they're doing that maybe i'll make a few comments sure thank you magic mike first off my takeaway from this webinar today is a brand new nickname for mike <laughs> thank you bill for that nickname for mike I, I learned a lot about LinkedIn, but that was my biggest takeaway. No, seriously, really, really appreciate having you on today. Um, I, I knew you came highly regarded and, and, and packed a wallop, and that's exactly what you delivered. Really, really appreciate it. And to Mike's point, we did just barely scratch the surface, so hopefully we can get you back. And um, appreciate you taking the time. Really appreciate it. Cool. Uh, Chandra, thanks for joining us and, uh, and, and sharing your LinkedIn page and, and being the guinea pig. And hopefully you got some value out of that and can now leverage uh, what you learned to, you know, scale your business. Right. Mike yeah, is always a great you. job. All right. We'll see everybody in two weeks for Brad Stevens and uh, uh, outsourcing. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time. Right. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Thanks, everybody. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.